Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gateway to Anime. How are you all? What's going on? We are the podcast where we try and throw open the gates to anime, whether you be a new fan, a returning fan, an interested fan, ever wanted to get into anime but didn't know where to start, we're the podcast for you. Charlie, how are you going? I'm good, and I'm excited to talk about what we're talking about, which is our mid-season check-in. Sorry, Sam, stole your intro there. No good. Um, Because I don't think I've been as excited for a season of anime in a very long time. It's like completely blown me away and I'm actually genuinely excited to talk about the shows that I've been watching this season. So I'm stoked to be here. Outstanding. Graham, how are you, mate? Indifferent. (laughs) (laughs) Just got a complete opposite energy. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's going to bring that Devonport energy back. Yeah, just the extraness. It's yeah. good. That's why we need you here. You yeah, I'm like a just rock. Be out of control. Dude, the great leveler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but pretty good. Pretty happy. Yeah, good. it's been a good year so far. So yeah, this really has been an absolutely cracking season. It's not winter 2021 level good. Like that was. I don't know. Out of hand. Ooh. I've been really. This has, like, got me back into anime. No, I'm, I'm, I'm so- <laughs> no, no, it's in, like, got me more excited for things that I didn't know about. Like, it's caught me by surprise more. Yeah. Was I feel like the heavy hitters were in that season. It was a lot of returning anime. It was, yes. Uh, and I feel like I'm more excited to find some new things. Yeah. Well, let's just go through them. Let's just go through what we're watching and we'll, you know, for those of us who've watched it, we'll talk now. Of course, we're not going to spend too much time on the plot of these things because if you want that, you can go back to our first episode where we did the hype up of this season. But we're right now, we're just going to drop dropping in, just giving our thoughts as we've been going. Because obviously now we've changed the way we do these episodes where the first time we do it, we haven't even watched them. So some of the rogue suggestions that we give out can be pretty rogue. Dead Mount Deathplay, real rogue. That was wrong. Didn't know it was going to be that bad. Synopsis didn't tell me it was going to be that shit. Anyway. I don't know. It might have. Um, <laughs> I read a full mal description on it and I was like, it doesn't sound that bad. Then I watched two episodes and I was like. What have I done? <laughs> I, I recommended suggested this. this to people on the podcast. So you haven't been watching the second core of that? Uh, no, which is out now. For those, seems, look, hey, for those of you who like it, great. Good seems on like you. a waste. Yeah. Anyway, let's start with a show which I think, well, no, it hasn't taken anyone by surprise who knew. Graham, you came in uh, pretty heavy on this, but it is, of course, Vindication. Yes. No death man, death plays over here, Sam. <laughs> no. Batting 100% right now. <laughs> That's it. Actually, Not honestly, out of all of us, I think you probably have the lowest strike rate of, of recommending something horrific, mostly because you kind of know the source material, so you know yeah, it before. probably a bit of that. You, you, you know, know shoot from the hip. Which whereas... I think is probably the right way to do it, whereas we're like, this looks good. Um, MF it's Ghost. this way. MF Ghost. <laughs> At the end of last session, <laughs> I was like, what do you think is going to be the most exciting one? And like, I just made up what I thought. We all made up what we thought MF Ghost would be. It was like, well, it's a racing thing. And we're like, but what if it's Skate the Infinity yeah, we are. racing? Yeah. And we're all like, that sounds sick. <laughs> no evidence that that was even close to the case <laughs> at all. We all just made this up. And then I watched the first episode and I was like, the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I pitched sucks. like a Megalo box style. We were like, all, like yeah. we, we were just fan we fiction. We just made. We literally wrote a fan fiction we, about MF Ghost. We literally um, made up what we thought MF Ghost should be, <laughs> as opposed to what it was, which is a garbage, like shitty, pretty straightforward, pretty straightforward, boring, badly animated, slightly problematic, um, <laughs> fucking sports anime. Don't watch MF Ghost. It sucks. There we go. We got off on the first one, but no. Back to where we were before. <laughs> Free Rand Journey's End. I mean, it's outstanding. It's ridiculous. Outstandingly good. It's, it's wholesome. It makes me feel feelings. Do you remember feelings, Sam? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> it makes me want to be like a better person, which is kind of a corny thing to say. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching this. I was like, fuck, I haven't spoke to some friends in years. I really got to fucking pick up a phone. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? As someone who lives in a different country, I'm like, 
Mm. I'm taking some people for granted here. Yeah. I haven't called them yet. <laughs> Got a whole season to watch still. <laughs> but at the end of this, change. As an immortal elf, you feel that way. Yeah, I do You're feel like, like an immortal elf sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. This has been my anime of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Knew I was going to like it when we were talking about it last time. I watched the trailer. As I said, I cried during the trailer. I was like, this looks <laughs> stunning and existential. And um, But it's actually exceeded my expectations. Yeah. And I think this is an outstanding gateway anime because yeah. yep. it's – and also, again, we talk about if you think about fantasy as a genre, you think anime. It's going to be so many fantasy like, but no – it's always like fantasy with a random twist or like isekai, like someone isekai, died isekai, 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 or like isekai. even, you know, similar like the shonen battles that have like fantasy elements, of course, yeah. but they're not fantasy. You could argue that um, Black Butler, not Black Butler. Black sorry. Butler. Black Butler. <laughs> oh, that is fantasy. Oh, wow. Kind of, yeah. Sorry, that's crazy. Black Clover. Yes. You could argue that Black Clover is like probably the closest thing we have to a fantasy Shonen, like it is as good yeah, was. Very medieval. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is European. a classic by the book fantasy. I described it to my friends. I was just like, all my friends who like D and D, which is everyone, just massively. Yeah. I was like, it's sort of like you're watching a campaign and everyone's like level twenty. Like yeah. runs really good, well, and like is, yeah. the animation is stunning. Yep. The music is stunning. The pacing is incredible. The world is fantastic. And, like, it's not – the world itself is very just by-the-book fantasy. Yeah. yeah but I like that. It's, like, it's they're not trying to, like, change anything with a brand-new power system. They've just got, like, really clear. And it's not about that. It's about, as you said, like, reconnecting with people, not taking people for granted. Um, it's very existential. I cried hysterically, like, actually hysterically. Um, oh, my God. When she goes back and meets the drunk priest. Oh, yeah. And oh, he's yeah. an older man and he, she takes on The Apprentice. Yep. I was like – <laughs> like, like crying at the um, <laughs> Also, I love that Freerun is a great character. She cracks yeah, me up. She's great. And I love that she's just such a badass, but not mm. in like in a way that you would like never expect it. And she and her entire cat like this latest episode that aired, I think it's episode I wanna say seven or eight. Seven or eight, yeah. Um I think it was the best episode of anime I watched this entire year. Whoa, I absolutely loved it. Um, so yeah, I, you could, you couldn't, like, it's been a real, like, pleasant surprise, even though I knew I was going to like it. I can't talk about, it's not problematic at all. There's great character representation, great Mm -hmm. relationships, great power system. I just, I really fucking love this show. And I'm not even a big fantasy head. Like, I like fantasy, but I'm not. I'm more like shonen side of things. I'm like, yeah, I like, what if it's set like in a soul society, like, you know, kind of thing, as opposed to just like, <laughs> we have an elf, but it's like classic, done so well. And yeah, and Madhouse, right? It is Madhouse. God, they don't it? fuck they're, around. They're going back, winding back the clock to the old school, baby. Yeah, fucking it's sick. fucking sick. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since Madhouse did anything really good, but that's, that's, it's outstanding. It's also it funny. It's, it's just really well balanced. I mean, like, obviously, Gerald Lily White, who's been on this podcast many times, he messaged me being like, I think this is my anime of the year. Like, and I'm like, yeah, it's fucking incredible. I think we need to put a live satellite feed to Gerald Lily White at some point. And Every just, now and then just buzz, yeah, just buzz him in from Albury. Yeah. Just, just call in and say, hey, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. We talk about up. him enough. But. Speaking of top tier shows, which Gerald Lily White loved and I loved and oh. was actually my pick for the season outside of this fake MF ghost that we wrote. Um, <laughs> we should write the actual MF ghost, that. what MF ghost should have been, which escaped the infinity. Meets, I like, like that we were so passionate with... despite none of us really being that into initial D. Yeah. Like none of us are really <laughs> big. We're not even into cars. Not at all. Like, I don't... Big D heads over here. Yeah, like, why was I so passionate about <laughs> 
that. Yeah. You put Skate the Infinity in pretty much any context and I'm in. Yeah. Like, you know, wacky yeah. characters. It's fine, what I want man. is wacky races anime. Of course. Yeah. Wacky races. <laughs> that's what I want. Dudley Realistically, Dudley. that's what I want. <laughs> Crazy characters, cool cars. <laughs> speed racer, maybe. Speed racer. Maybe I just want speed racer. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Anyway, we didn't get that. So yeah. what we did get, though, Pluto. Now, Pluto is... Naki Urasawa, we spoke about it a lot in the first one. You can watch our video on YouTube, which Charlotte did an incredible job of explaining. But now that it's out, the whole thing's on Netflix, hour-long episodes, eight of them. So it's a different way that they've actually packaged it up. It's absolutely fucking brilliant. I mean, it's very different to Monster, Urasawa's other animated work. His other piece is called 20th Century Boys, which is sort of regarded as his best one, which hasn't been animated yet. Why hasn't that been animated? Just- I'm not sure. I mean, it took a while for Pluto as well, so I guess like maybe I mean, the success of Pluto, maybe they'll do. Yeah. I think there was a live-action 20th Century Boys. I think though. you might be right. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know, but it's famously one that is kind of hasn't been touched. Yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, Vagabond. Yeah, Vagabond's yeah, Of course, anyways, but again, mostly because it's too hard to animate from what I understand the, such, is the intricacy of the artwork. But Pluto is absolutely brilliant. Both Joel and I just messaging each other during the whole run of it. We're watching it sort of at the same time together. We're both like, this is it's just so fucking good. So obviously we've talked about it a lot before, but it's it's a reimagining of Astro Boy, of course. Osama Tezuka's seminal classic, which basically birthed anime. I mean, it did, especially television anime. And it's a reimagining of that, and it also kind of meets Blade Runner. And on top of that, it's also like seven in many, many ways. It was also written at the time of the Iraq War, so there's a lot of the same thematics about an unjust invasion and the consequences of that. And, you know, in the current horrible situation in the world at the moment, these themes are always relevant, sadly. But I think Pluto is absolutely stunning. One bit of criticism, I'll say the ending's a little bit fast and a little, like, I think it handles it really well. It does stick the landing, but it's a little bit like, mm. oh. sort of gets a little bit shonen-y at the end. It's sort of like, without spoiling anything, it's sort of like, hatred is bad. It's like, well, yeah. 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 You could have handled that a little bit more intelligently. But I still think when you actually put all the math together of how that lands and what, you know, the AI versus humanity and blah, 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 I'm not going to spoil anything. But it is beautiful. It's a stunning show. The existential themes about what it is to be human, what makes an AI human. In fact, the best form of AI is imperfect, like a human is. Like it's just some crazy, incredibly intelligent themes which are explored incredibly brilliantly. It looks amazing. I think it's just probably alongside Vinland Saga season two, my anime of the year. I think it's interesting to have something that's adapted in its entirety in kind of a different way than we're used to consuming anime because you either usually have like a movie or you have multiple like movies released months apart as we've seen with Attack on Titan. Um, But to have something that's like eight episodes, movie long length just to cover this one piece of work, I think is kind of, I think it's awesome because you get the whole thing and you're not kind of, your arms are, you know, it came out at once again. So it's like the yep, binge Netflix kind of thing, thing Netflix yep. model, which I'm not usually a fan of. I think something like this, I think it works really well. That's great. Um, did you think that the kind of tone, they captured the tone of the manga correctly? I think so. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not, I haven't really read much of the manga, to be honest, like compared to you and Joss. Yeah, I always thought the world was, in my head reading it, I always thought the world was a lot of a, like more of a darker place. Okay, yeah. from a palette, from a it, color palette. Yeah, just, no, I just agree in with general. That. Interesting. Okay, you found but it a bit then, bright. And, yeah, it's very bright. Yeah. 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 Everyone was a little colourful. Everyone was beautiful. Yeah. But it was just, I always just pictured it more, not dystopian, but just bleaker. Bleak, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with that take as well in terms of, um, I've only seen two episodes of Pluto, so mm-hmm. I haven't actually finished it yet. So thank you for not, I mean, I've read the manga, so I know, but I think um, in terms of, yeah, 
tone wise and I think because Monster was adapted in that really saturated dark yes. kind of, yes. I think that maybe my brain had watched Monster read that manga then read Pluto and kind of put that to it and maybe because we're used to seeing like um, this kind of like you know dystopian futuristic things done in that sort of like, like steampunky yeah, yeah, totally, Blade Runner totally. type of thing so maybe we just like put that on there and that wasn't actually I guess a kind of joining of Astro Boy kind of futurism kind mm-hmm. of work maybe allows itself to be brighter. Maybe that does work. It's fantastic. It's a great adaptation, though. By all accounts, people have been absolutely loving it, and it's just great to see this wonderful legendary mangaka's work um, adapted with so much care, and I think it's great. And Netflix at the moment, speaking of Netflix, have just released so much animated content. Yeah. So I started watching Samurai with Blue Eyes. Blue Eyes Samurai. I've been hearing how good it is. Samurai with the Blue Eyes. Samurai with the Blue Eyes. Oh, fuck. You know what I fucking got that from? I was thinking of Samurai Shampoo, the samurai who smells of sunflowers. Oh, like, and I yes, kept like yes. and like, oh, sorry. The blue samurai eyes. with eyes of blue. Yeah, like, I started watching, I watched one episode. But I was like, interesting because I, I watched it and it kind of, to me, um, reminded me of arcane animated style. Oh, okay, right. Because it's a French animation house that did it. Is it? So, oh, so yes. it's not an anime. No, it's not animated by, I think there's Japanese creators on it. But it's animated. It's a Japanese story, yeah, obviously. Yeah, well, obviously yeah. um, and it is animated by a French animation house. There's only two nations in the world where, well, Japan's the only nation in the world where animation and comics are the primary form of entertainment. France is the second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Manga's it's, massive. It's still not the number one for obviously movies and TV. Yeah, you and can blood. get your manga at the supermarket in France. Yeah. France is the second. How annoying second. that is. Yeah. <laughs> I was schlub all the way into the city to get my manga. No, no. Sorry, Arcane obviously was a French animation as well. And I think apparently the best animation school was in France. Yeah, like I I say, outside of – and obviously Korea, China, you know, coming up much more. We spoke about Link Click quite recently and there's many, 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 many more and it's only getting more ubiquitous. A lot of work is actually being outsourced from Japan into Korea and China. So it's where Avatar, the last Airbender, was done was Korea. Yeah, like absolutely. Years pedigree. Oh, did you see the trailer? I did. Yeah. Segway. Let's see. Sorry, trailer for live action Avatar. There you go. Looks, looks also, trailer for live action Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes. Which I am excited about. Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. I was like half zoning <laughs> out good. and it came up on one of my ad things and I was just like listening and they were like, Yusuke. And I was like, wait a second, is this fucking wait movie a minute. Actually? And I was like, it is. Oh my god. So Looks we'll cool. see. Yeah. We'll I, see. Time will tell. We've, I, I remember when Gerald and I were like, we just watched the first episode of Cowboy Bebop. Doesn't look that bad. Then by the end of it, I was like, oh, I really wish I'd hadn't said that before I watched it all. <laughs> but then live action One Piece came along and changed our opinion of that again. Good. So we won't know. We just don't know until it comes out. You don't know. Till then watch um, the whole thing before But you make yeah, it, it seems like um Netflix have just really upped their animation um, releases, yeah. uh, particularly anime, kind of either inspired or actual anime as an anime in Japan. So that's pretty cool. Mm. Um, so plenty plenty to look forward to. I guess there's no shortage of anime at the moment. This so. is true. This is true. But I want to segue now because after talking about the amount of care that was given to the Pluto adaptation by Mariyama's new production studio, we should – and, of course, we spoke about his first production studio, which is Madhouse, which is doing such a wonderful job of Freerim. Well, let's now talk about the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, yeah. Which looks fantastic. But here's the thing. Uh-oh. So after episode 14 aired, right, a lot of people were real pissed off about 
the quality of the animation. Is this the last animation? The animation was two episodes ago at the time of recording this. So people were real upset. They're like, what the fuck is this? Like going crazy. And to the point where actually there was a leak that happened because the director was so ashamed of the episode, he wanted his name left off. But a leak came out saying that it was him and he got attacked. He got attacked quite savagely, which prompted him to come out and say, yes, I'm sorry that I couldn't finish 250 cuts in two weeks, which for those of you who don't know, that's a lot. And it has become a hellish, we've, we've talked about this many times on the podcast before, but it is a hellish schedule mapper, which Mariama left because of this. And the guy took off, took after him. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the guy who now runs mapper is essentially, he just, he's an all, a more is more guy. And he just wants to take more and more and more and more on imposes hellish schedules on the animators and it is killing them to the point where another animator just wasn't paid because they lost his lost his personal information and like it just seems like it's a bit of a madhouse in there ho <laughs> ho yeah shit but yeah no uh, it's it's actually really quite bad and we've talked about how fucked the animation industry is in Japan often but this particular schedule is hellish it's things are being missed and you know prompting directors to come out and apologize and you know just really uh, crazy shit. 14 people, that bad no, no. What, what happened by episode 14? any other standard it would have been considered like a fantastic feat of anime think about when we were having weekly animated anime released you know like oh, yeah, when that was a thing naruto bleach naruto days, bleach yeah. days oh. where you just kind of expect that sometimes it's not going to have the you know the fucking like totally rockley treatment or like yeah. you know you have like you come to expect like one fight will be really well and then everything else because you know you've got to balance it out and people don't have the time to do so yeah and I think um we need to get back to that we, obviously our standards are so high and it's unrealistic on these work- workers because I don't recall anything from the current season of Jutsu Kaisen looking bad enough for me to even no. flinch. That's great. I don't remember uh, it was that probably, fourteen. I mean, was that the beach, uh, the one where they, the squid kind of before um, the one before Toji came in because that looked incredible. Yeah, so that's like the squid man. Correct. In, but like there was just like so many things happening there. Like yeah. there was so many random sharks flying at people and like got you know what one thing one criticism I had about not for the animation at all. I'm not going to join on that hate parade because that's bizarre that people are doing that. Um, Jutsu Kaisen has a cast of one fucking million. And sometimes I'm just like, who is that again? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like the yeah. blood guy. It took me so long to yeah. be like, We're cursed. who's his freaking Womb? brothers again? Yeah, like, I'm yeah. so confused. Yeah. Like, but that fight was sick. Though. That was, that well, was that, sick. People lost their so minds good. over that. Yeah. That was fantastic. I mean, this is the latest episode that just came out with Jogo oh, versus phenomenal. Sukuna. Holy shit. That was fucking incredible. I forget the name These of poor the guy animators. who animated it. It was... Cannot remember, but he's a pretty. He's known for just a big deal, yeah. putting everything on screen. So yeah. you see, like little bits of glass melting. There's so many particle effects. Like, oh. I mean, it's costing these poor people terribly, but it's uh. They're incredibly talented, and I hope that they. I, I mean, I don't really know. Something needs to change. Yeah. And like again, it's easy to say from the outside, but like it's um, it is quite clearly. I mean, capitalism fucking sucks, guys. TLDR. But um, yeah. So. I guess one thing we can do as viewers is just be supportive and not, you know, yes. write hate mail don't, to don't, animals. Don't do that. Don't attack people on Twitter for what you perceive to be under your expectation of what an animation should look like after reading a source material like a manga. Just fuck's sake. Like, don't do it. Jujutsu Kaisen itself, it's great. Sick. It's great. It is what it is. That last episode was phenomenal. This yeah. is a humble brag. Not even. It's just a full rag. I just got back from Japan. 
And all I'll say is having the uh, Shibuya incident arc airing whilst being in Shibuya, Shibuya? I was oh. like, pretty cool. And it also, yeah, because it was like <laughs> Halloween. Like it literally was the whole thing the whole while thing. we were there. And um, You're lucky no veils got dropped. The whole, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think of a but worse Gojo way would be there. <laughs> just fan girling. Like, no, it was pretty cool. And also, Jujutsu Kaisen, again, it speaks to just the insane popularity of this show. It is everywhere in Japan. It's everywhere here as well. I was in Enmore and there was a poster for Jujutsu yeah, Kaisen. Yeah, the one on the road the, here as well. Yeah, it was on the side of fucking, you know, the a porto everyone goes to when they're lit. And yeah. I was like, it's my boys. My, I my boys, chicken, my chicken boys. <laughs> but yeah, I think fantastic show and still continues to be a great adaptation of it. It does. But I find myself more excited to see Freer in each week. But you know Fair why? Enough. It's only because it's new. It's like a new shiny thing for me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Jitsu Kaisen, like when it came out, I was like, Bleh. so we'll see if everyone has the same like holding power on me. Mm. Yeah. Because I still look forward to JJK every week. Mm. Oh, of know. course. Um, and it's only going to get worse slash better because Shibuya is nowhere near done. No, long way to go. So many fights to go. So um, sorry, but what, they didn't have to draw Nanami so uh Oh yeah, with the uh, when he's holding the hair, that yeah. meme went wild. I think yeah, people were thirsty. People were real thirsty. <laughs> but like they, but like <laughs> his intense. his um glow up from season the first, like the way yeah, that they animated him. I was like, okay, someone <laughs> really likes him in the animation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what have we? Yeah, what we if just we just bulked him up a bit, made him up a lot, stern. and like sharpened his features? And yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else are you all watching this season? I watched the first episode of that F one Overtake. Yes, Overtake. Yeah, it's got to be better than MF Ghost. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I haven't watched them anyway. We won't no. talk anymore about it. I thought it was just going to be a cool racing anime, and then the first episode you're dealing with a f- photographer who has post traumatic stress syndrome, and I was like, wait a minute, where's the racing? Why is this guy having flashbacks to being lost at sea? I didn't know what the fuck's going on. And then the racing looked kind of shit, and but it's only the first episode. I also watched the first episode, and I was like, it's fine. Yeah, the racing just wasn't good enough for an anime about racing, mm. you know? And then I just like, I don't care about this photographer. I'm here for the racing. Yeah. Where is my racing? <laughs> this isn't Drive to Survive at all. Yeah. Where's um, my wacky races? That's all so I wouldn't recommend that one? <laughs> I can't say. I only watched the first episode, so it's probably... Not right to judge it just on one, but mm. it was kind of boring. I would like to spend some time talking about Pocket Theory Diaries. Yes, oh, is this good. Yes, yes. it's ah, fantastic. Awesome. Um, I am the target audience for this, though. Like, I knew I was going to like this. It actually started airing a bit later than everything else. So it's it did, only yeah. so there was like a I think they did like a three episode drop for a premiere. So they're only about five or six episodes into the series. It's beautiful. It looks fantastic. Uh, it's a great adaptation of the light novel. I. Our boy Kevin Pankin, our best friend in the whole world. Our best mate. Um, <laughs> uh, doing Met him a once. Met him once. Absolute best friend. Fantastic <laughs> job at the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing is I think this might be my favorite protagonist I've seen in an anime for a very long time. She is Fan fucking tastic and better than free. So yeah, she, honestly, like, they're not dissimilar. They're not dissimilar okay. in like vibe, but one is obviously not. A uh, you know thousand year old elf uh, one, but the concept, the way that it's done, the inner workings of the palace, like the mystery unfolding, the whole way it's set up that she's like a poisons and apothecary, like a poisons specialist. I think it's really fantastic, and it's because uh, it's historical 
fiction is taking a lot of like it's set in ancient China, so it's taking a lot of actual history stuff. It's a fantastic show and I really highly recommend everyone watch it. I think it's really unique. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch that. It, yeah. looked, it looks good. It looks it's amazing. so good. Looks and like good. The, I love – I'm just a big sucker for like – Concubines, like it sounded really bad, but like what? That, those what? kind of. Like that, <laughs> I love the idea of like, um, in terms of history, I found it fascinating. It's like sure. the inner workings of a palace, like that, yes, and yes. how like the eunuchs and the concubines actually were like somewhat shadow running. Yeah, okay. The, I like, that yeah, kind that's of fair thing. enough. That's fair enough. And like how you have, you know, in this scenario, you have a emperor. He has four like concubines who are kind of like vying to be the empress okay, and they're like in different palaces and they have their ladies in waiting and then they have their own eunuchs and like it's kind of and they're all trying to like poison each other and they're all from different areas of the country and it's like it's like a Game of Thrones but it's done all very like politely and through poison Ooh. and that kind of like yeah. how yeah and I, I love there's a lot of stories told like that because I'm sure that's probably what would have actually happened oh, yeah. underhanded assassinations that kind of thing it's a bit Game of Thronesy. yeah it's a fantastic show and I would definitely watch it if I were you guys, um, you're all idiots and not watching it already. So Wow. Go, Gee, I got aggressive <laughs> real quick. <laughs> sorry, no, you're um, all fine. Please go watch it, though. It's on Country Roll. And um, I have said this and I'll say it again. Uh, just fantastic to see some shoujo-sai or some josei seinen esque manga made that is from told from a female perspective in a way that is not super problematic and there are so problematic things in like you know there are there's a concubine who's like 12 you know like that kind of thing like it's a like historically kind of accurate but it's not portrayed as a good thing it's like this is fucked but like so it's sort of like there are things so like content warning for that as well but i think it's a really fantastic show and please give it a watch also realistic like it's just there's some realistic elements to the way that she navigates the world. Mao Mao is her name, the protagonist. She's just really cool. And I, I haven't seen a protagonist that I've really loved that much in a long time immediately. And it's it's she's just quite unique and it's fantastic. Please watch it. Very cool. I am also watching Dr. Stone, as always. I'm not actually going to suggest that to anybody because it's like, it's fun, it's dumb, it's silly, but then it's also full of science I don't know. It's a bit of fun, man. If you've been watching it, I'm sure you're enjoying it too. But it's much of the muchness, much is this of the, the same. Last season? Oh no! Because it always feels like that show is ending, or is it just about to end? Should the, 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 oh, <laughs> it should? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, it's in a weird spot right now. It's it's fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm not going to sit here and like tell you tell you to watch it. It's okay. What is real weird is Under Ninja. Oh, I forgot that about Under Ninja. show is fucking unhinged. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, thank God someone did because I didn't get around to it. It's fucking like, weird, man. Weird good? Weird bad? Mm, I can't decide. Uh. So, <laughs> so that probably means bad. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> when in doubt, is bad. My notes here are weird, bizarre, and unhinged. Maybe kind of cool. Quite problematic. Oh. Um, so so <laughs> pff, take that as you will. Opening sequence has Bear from Golden Kamui level of stodgy CGI oh, as well. Okay. So that was I remember it was like it's <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like just the worst CGI, like fucking abysmal. And, and nothing else looks like that. It's just the opening just sequence the opening. looks like death. Are you gonna find the animator? And are you gonna tag him on Twitter? <laughs> tag him on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he apologized already? Yeah. Has he apologized for you bastards? I'm doing three hundred and fifty thousand cuts in in, in in a day. I just completely forgot it was a thing. It's weird, man. Like okay. it's it's weird. I actually can't decide what I think about this show because it's like 
It's, well, you've been wrong so many times before. I have been wrong, but I like. <laughs> That's probably why. I mean, this one you knew was a wild card. I knew it was a, it is a wild card. Because I covered it when we were both were like picking shows. We like kind of needed to like almost as a paper rock for who talked about Under Ninja because yeah, it sounded so, so fucking dumb. Yeah, like it was one of those like only an anime. Yeah, like. and it's very Japanese and it's like humor and it's like it's it's. It's unhinged. I think is the best word you right. can use to describe it. But it, I'm I'm kind of like intrigued by how fucking weird it is. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> right on the edge. Yeah. Right on the yeah. edge. You know. Could go either so way. So as a gateway to anime. No, 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 no. But as if you want to watch something <laughs> fucking weird and like maybe kind of cool, quite problematic. I don't know. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Sometimes I do like to have at least one show every now and then where I'm like, only anime, bro. And this is that. <laughs> yep. This is that. Um, I have one of those. So last time we posted <laughs> about this, I read out a synopsis, which I was just like, this is ridiculous. There's no redeeming quality about this. And I actually got re- a couple of you replied with some of the most like well thought out comments. And I'm not even joking. Like, thank you for engaging. Because I, um, I, I like to know my mistakes. Or if you think that I've kind of just got the wrong idea about something and like, I'm not going to know otherwise. And, like, it's good because I probably wouldn't have watched the show, but since you were so passionate, whoever you are, about um, the 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you, I went, you know what, I'll give it a watch. And I knew, like, vaguely that it was somewhat of a satire, of a multiple kind of poly love story. I kind of was like, yeah, okay, but I'm not a big fan of that genre, so maybe a satire wouldn't be for me. Mm. And I think that is what happened. So, like, I appreciate the... For people who are a fan of that genre, this would be freaking funny. It's rated really highly. And people it, like it made me laugh out loud a couple of times in the pilot because it is funny. Like, I watched two episodes and I have to say, he's a pretty good boyfriend. Oh, what? Um, He does a really good <sighs> job. Manages the he's managing. Well, I mean, I'm only up to, there's only three at the moment. You oh, know? Wow. that's uh, perfect uh, management. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but, like, what I find funny is that, and I think that a part of the appeal of the manga, which I am aware gets deeply problematic and it goes, like, it, it's not something like, it's not a gateway anime. It's not for the lighthearted. Yeah, we're in the reads um, now for those of you who yeah. got this far. <laughs> but I think from what I can gather is, like, the redeeming quality of this kind of humor is that they're his soulmates, all of them. He got, I think, have I told you the yeah, premise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it made me laugh out loud him with the god the god that she just got distracted watching a really good tv show and wrote 100 instead of one on his soulmate thing so now <laughs> and like and he's just like well i'm just gonna have to pick one he's that like no funny. if you don't date all of them the ones that you don't date will die like and that's the curse so it's like you know it's kind of and, he, and it's like you know immediately if you look at them you get like electric shock and he as soon as he goes into high school he gets like yeah he meets two people immediately who are his soulmates but it's kind of funny. One's a Cyndia, you know, of like course, immediately. And, he, yeah. and because this guy is so aware of these tropes as well as very self-aware, he's just like, oh, my God, we have one. We have a like, so like kind of thing. And just kind of. Um, <laughs> so it's but, aware of itself. But it's so aware of itself. And also he he's really dedicated to making every single one of these relationships last. Because this guy's not like what I got wrong in the synopsis is it kind of made it seem like the main character was like just a super horny but actually he just wants love and he would be, he would have been happy with one soulmate, in fact. He just wants to be in love. So when he is in love with 100 people, he's just like, I think he kind of makes a decision to like really make make an effort for all of them Jesus. to work and treat them all really okay. nicely. People please But up. it's 
really funny because uh, just dumb shit like the god is so worried about his lines getting cut from the manga. Like the, the, the skip his scene and he's just like, no. Like he's just like, <laughs> he's, there's a bit where this made me laugh. He's like read, he's like explaining the rules of the soulmates and the, the protagonist keeps on repeating it back and he's like, stop repeating my, back to me. He's like, you're taking up my screen time. And just, he's just like, what don't you get? Like I was just That's good. That's good. Um, so okay. it's funny. Not for me though, a bit too on the icky factor for me. I think just because A, it's set in high school B, I know that there ends up being some uncomfortable age gap soulmates when you have a hundred of them to get through I'm sure they'll scrape at the bottom barrel and I just know for a fact that there's a couple I'm just like I don't know what level but I I do stand corrected I think I misrepresented a hundred girlfriends who will really 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 love you do I think it's something that I would recommend as a gateway absolutely not and is it probably problematic yeah the three episodes I watched were entertaining and I accept that it is a satire of that genre but if you don't like the genre, you're going to have a hard time. So that's me. Yeah. So I won't be finishing it, but I I see your point. I see your point. Honestly, we love chatting to you all about shows you love or things that you think we've gotten wrong. You know, as long as it's respectful and like you're actually trying to engage in a conversation, we fucking love it. It's great. It's awesome. And yeah, that comment on YouTube was really really well thought out oh, and this really, well, was obviously- really well reasoned and I was like hey that doesn't sound like a bad show at all well, and I went well I'll give it a go I mean I can't just like come out and read something as an synopsis and then this person was like hey you don't really know what you're talking about correct I don't so <laughs> I went uh, and you know what that the check the uh, hype ups are kind of fun that's the beauty that. of the hype ups that's yeah. the hype the hype ups always rogue just now guys crawl, just FYI it's or be rogue. praised later on like yeah. <laughs> that's what this is for it yeah. has to be like whoa <laughs> wrong <laughs> we were very 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 wrong um, I watched an episode of Shangri-La Frontier. Oh, yeah. I watched that. Isakai, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's not guy, is it? It's just yeah. He's not sucked into the world. He just he's plays in a the game. video game, but he's not in. He's not in it. Oh. He just so plays the game. It's, 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 yes, but it's from the it's perspective Sword of playing the game. Yes, yes. so yeah. it's not like Sword yeah, Art. He doesn't get like trapped in there. It's just that the game that he is VR. plays is VR, yeah. and it's just very good. It's like Ready yeah, Player One kind of semantical, but yes, technically you're right. What I liked about it. Though was actually made me laugh. Did you watch the first episode? I did watch the first yeah, episode. Yeah, like so the premise is that he is this guy that loves playing really bad video games, like really shitty. Oh, like yeah. he like tries to find the trashiest, worst VR video games and he's like gets through them and then he Shangri-La Frontier is like the god tier good yeah. good mm, one. Like so the he, BMMO. So he like can beat any trash game that has like all these bugs and like doesn't work and like will fail and then like the like the bosses, there's a glitch and the boss is so hard, so he's a really good player. So he's like playing Shangri-La Frontier like he would play that. So he's doing all this kind of interesting. Like the first thing he does is like sell all of his clothes as a character <laughs> to get money. And like um, it kind of scratches that uh, sort out online kind of itch um, without it being a proper isekai. I mean, it takes away the stakes of it a little bit. But, I mean, I thought it was an isekai as well until I watched it. So I don't know if it becomes it later, but I think it is just that he, he's just playing, he's just playing the game. Just the game, right. Yeah, okay. and he's, there's a girl that's playing the game too that has a crush on him that's trying to like befriend him in the game. They go to school together. That's where I'm up to. I only watched uh, two episodes. Um, yeah, honestly, and it's got really well reviewed. That's why I watched it. Like people mm, were really liking like it. it. Uh, I was rating quite highly and I can see why people like it. So if you want something like Sword Art Online, then watch that, I guess. Or, you know, I mean. <laughs> watch Sword Art Online, whatever. I don't yeah, think. do that <laughs> if you want to hurt yourself <laughs> yeah. uh, emotionally. <laughs> yeah. What else has there been this season? Uh, well, The Eminence in Shadow, which is another Isekai, is part two, I believe, has been out. People seem to like that, but I've also heard a lot of people say it's super dumb. So... I don't know. Sounds like a pretty classic Isekai to me. Yeah. Um, was there a shield hero? Was there a shield hero? Rising of Shield Hero. Speaking of Isekai, the third season's out, but no one cares. Oh. Um, mm. Also, of course, Spy Family. Oh, Spy yeah. Family I haven't still, watched it. Honestly, here's the thing. 
And you were just in Japan, right? It's massive over there, yeah? Yeah, it's massive here too. It's just like culture. Yeah, I mean, I I just, I dropped off in season one and I never got back on. And I keep being like, oh shit, I need to catch up. And then I go to do so and I'm like, I don't care. I'm reading the manga. The manga's fantastic. So you're still reading the manga? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you're up, so, but, so but you won't watch the anime? I just forgot. Yeah, I right. I forgot it was a thing. Well, this is true. This, this is the big thing. It's interesting because the hype this show I had that when show it came was, out yeah. was massive. And like, I loved it when it first came out. But I think- well, I think I, people really, because it, it, Spy Family's in the name, but I think people yeah. really thought it was going to be like a more spy yeah. noir thing, but it's more of slice of life. Yeah. Yes. I think, that's I think that's the, the thing that people are clicking and on. It, it's yeah. a good adaptation as well. Like yeah, they've done it well, yeah, but I think um, I think I prefer it in manga form as well. Yeah. I think it's like little bite size, uh, and I think like padding it out to be a whole season, I, I kind of lose interest in in the storyline, whereas I find like reading it by the chapter, you can be like, oh, cute, and yeah. then kind of keep going. Like, so. yeah, totally. But um, mm. it's such a clever show in terms of mass appeal. Oh, you've yeah. got kids, you've got adult stuff as well. You've like, got it a just, dog who can see the future. It, it, yeah, it's, they, it, it's got everything. What it's are they a, complaining about? It's a <laughs> very good like palate cleanser of a show. I just haven't seen this season, so I can't comment. Yeah, but I, I yeah. just completely forgot it was out. There's too much. I've got to cry over free running. Yeah, too much. <laughs> too much to do. Too many tears. Well, needless to say, it's a slamming season. And it's been a while since we've had one. Yeah. So it's great. I think it's fucking great. So- and we've probably missed things as well because we've been quite busy. So if there's yes. something that we're like Travel, uh, yeah. that you think, yeah. and also if you've heard us talk a lot and you think we'll like it, please let, hit us, let us hit us up. Because we love that. I like to find things. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, sometimes our research portrays us like MF Ghost. <laughs> uh, and, you know, when I'm looking forward to looking ahead at what next season is too. And yeah. when we do our wrap up that I might have picked up a couple more shows, there's another show I didn't get to watch. Um, that I really wanted to, which was that one with the twin boys who kind of uh, pretend to be one person in this sort of like, apparently it's like a really dark comedy. The mangaka passed away actually oh. recently, which is very, very sad, but I talked about it in the hype up and apparently it's such a dark comedy that you don't know if you're like even allowed to laugh of it. Like it's a very like, the tone of it is quite unique. So it's something that I think I want to check out. And that anime is called Miggy. Dali or Miggy and Dali, which is an English because um, I realized, you know, I kept on saying skip to loafer and skip and loafer. Mm. So two <laughs> is the English translation from and. Yes. So I was like, oh, so it is skip and loafer um, mm. in English. So this is yeah, Miggy and Dali. Apparently it is a very surreal, dark, quite twisted comedy. Um, and I think it sounds really interesting. It sounds like quite unique. So I will check that out and give you my review when we do our season wrap up. Cool. The other one I spoke about was Undead Unluck, but I can't fucking find it. Oh, this is true. I, I can't find it anywhere. I don't know what's going on. I have to sail the seven seas again. It's been a while. You know, it's uh, is it really going to be a Netflix on, um, jail thing? Is it's it not on Netflix? I've tried that. Disney it's, Plus. Disney with a weird name. It might be Disney with a weird name, like like Heavenly Delusion Heavenly was. Delusion. Yeah. It took me fucking ages to find. <laughs> If you know where I can find Undead Unluck, let me know because I want to check it out. Yeah, I haven't seen um, it anywhere either. No, I can't it. find it, man. I reckon it's on, on like, Disney. The Reddit Power Boards. It was not. It's not been on there either. It's been sort of. Yeah, it's in. The, Has it's, it been it's in? around there, okay. but it's like sort of towards towards ten. Yeah. Okay. So like it's been relatively well reviewed, but um, and I've heard some good things, but I, I just can't fucking find it. So anyway, I'd like to. Right. Oh, um, it's only on Hulu at the moment, so Hulu. it actually is Hulu? unavailable, which is American only. Oh, but so it'll be Disney then at some. There's point. no legal way. Come to Disney at some point. There isn't. I knew it. I knew it. 
God, mm. in, being in Japan though, when you go on Netflix and all anime is there, it's just like it's so much better. I was like, cool. God damn it! Like, oh. it's the place to be, yeah. people. Just FYI. Yeah. But um, <laughs> um, Tokyo Revengers, you're not watching it this season. Sorry, I meant to trigger you. I did. Get out. Okay. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> Get worst show ever made um obviously you might be like why aren't you mentioning the undisputed king uh because obviously attack on titan has ended we are going to do a full episode about the ending of attack on titan about attack on titan in general because obviously the ultimate gateway of the last decade the biggest anime in the west of the last decade huge so we're not going to talk about it now but we will do a full episode about it but my anime of the season is pluto it's pluto for sure followed closely by freeran hmm Mine's free run close to followed closely by Pocket Theory Diaries. Okay. I'll probably go free run by then Pluto. Yeah. Right on. Just mainly because I haven't finished Pluto yet. Yeah. Might switch. I don't know. Also, that first episode in Pluto with North number two. Ah. Oh, but the second one got me. He's singing well. and he's playing the piano. It's just oh, the piano. Dude. And it was in Scotland. It was in Scotland too. How many yes. animes are ever in Scotland? None. Yeah. There's an Australian robot in Pluto as well. It's great. Yeah. It's all uh, happening. Maybe it is number one. Yeah, no, it'll get just there. based on that. It <laughs> 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 convinced me. <laughs> anyway, that is our fall 2023 season check-in. Thank you so much for listening. Again, let us know what we've missed. What are you watching? What are your favorites? What's going on? And you can, of course, find us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch us on YouTube. Please go there. We love having chats with you over there. You can, of course, also find us on Instagram and TikTok. And if you really like what we do, you can find us on Patreon. Really appreciate any help you can give us. And um, otherwise, just hit us up in the comments, have a chat, because we love we love anime. We love talking to y'all. And uh, appreciate it. Charlie, so good to have you and Joss back from Japan itself. What a wonderful time y'all had. Yep. In a shock to everyone, I thoroughly enjoyed myself in Japan. I don't <laughs> think anyone saw that one coming. Uh, <laughs> good place, good times. Yep. Stronger seas we've had in a long time. So check it out and let us know your thoughts. Catch you next time. Bye.